sucker. He's moving on with his life. He's out there looking, but he's limited to Stacy. Let's watch And then what's up with Stacy? Well, the guy, he's out there and he's swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. Then he comes to the ugliest dog imaginable. A face only a mother could love. Uh-huh. But her name is Stacy. Swipe right. So it matches his tattoo. Yeah, see, if people were listening to the pre-show, they'd get that. And no, no, it actually, it actually bled in uh, at 2 o'clock. Okay, so yeah, here we so are. that's why I wanted to continue with that. You guys, welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. L W A F L M O Y T. Those are the magic letters you type that into iTunes, and you follow us on uh, iTunes feed, or you could go to MutinyRadio.fm and follow their feed. If you're not into iTunes, it doesn't matter. We got the ratings. We know you're listening. We appreciate it. You can listen to us live every Sunday. We're live right now on September. September 6th, no, 10th, one day after Dreamcast Day, Uh, We are listening live 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, And if, by the way, if you are in Florida, uh, we hope you are safe. Be safe, Florida. Be safe. Listen to us later. The only people not safe in Florida are those idiot newscasters. Uh huh. No, it's important in case there's breaking news. I could turn on CNN and there's someone standing yeah. in front of a storm, and I go, "Oh, the, sideways." There's a storm going on. Yeah. Newsflash: the news broke. Go in the house. Yeah. Usually they're like, "Well, we're here to talk about something crazy," and now it's just like, "Yep, there's a storm going on." Well, if you enjoy that talk, you'll enjoy the show. We listen. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and our movie today, Carl. What's the movie today? Today the movie is Hamburger, colon, the motion picture. And this is a movie you had suggested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was up your alley, but uh, it was a mistake. <laughs> do, do we not want to do this movie? Listen, uh, man, we don't late. have... No, it's not, it's not true. We can well, pull I back. I got all this research, and uh-huh. I'm ready to go, and... Uh, this okay, movie. I'm going to tell you what a dog this movie is during the movie. That right. way you hit play. Okay, all right. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube, go to the search engine, go ahead and type in hamburger colon. That's what my colon looks like. It's filled with hamburgers. Oh, I got to wow. say for the movie. Speaking of which, the movie. No, um, okay, so it's hamburger colon, the motion picture. okay. Uh, open parentheses, 1986, close parentheses, 
And I think that's the only one available um, as a full-length movie. It is published by Miranda Ray. All right, let's go over to that. So if you see that right now on your YouTube, click it and then hit pause immediately while it buffers. I am. You meant coming out of the colon, right? Not going... Oh, the uh, hamburgers go... What direction do they go? Maybe that's the reason I have a problem. <laughs> What's your problem? That's what I say when I stick hamburgers on my ass. At our, at, uh, well, there's you... God's direction, then there's San Francisco's direction. Okay. <laughs> Thanks I'll for listening. Go burger, please. Ooh. Wait, I got to say goodbye to the audience that's now walking out the door from that one. All right, so <laughs> let's do this. Let's start the show. We are going to watch Hamburger, the movie from 1986. Classic teen sex comedy question mark uh question mark question mark all right so at the count of three i'll say go and we'll all click uh, the play button so let's do this on sync and i'll start some music from it so three two one go and we got to thank pimpy.net uh yeah you're gonna see that the whole film oh really yeah one thing i don't like about this and I like how slow these media home entertainment things are because they help track the video during that. Now, this song, check out this song. It's not a good song, but it's like a rock roots ballad. Well, all these teen sex comedies have their own theme songs, but usually they're written by like Cheap Trick or like. Oh, here we go. Almost any of almost every town. Hamburger Haven. What it's trying to do is make hamburgers patriotic. And I oh. see his point. Like, it's a part of America. It's the motion picture, baby. I always, thought it was, I always thought it was the movie. Ew, gross. So he's using the yeah. uh, knife to scrape off the meat from the wooden uh, right. counter. Yeah, I would have much preferred if he had simply washed his hands. <laughs> you can even hear in the lyrics. Did he wash his hands? Oh, that's fucking <laughs> gross. I can't sing along to this. Now, what we're seeing here is hamburgers across America, uh-huh. which kind of doesn't go with the rest of the movie. I mean, this is based on the concept of the franchise, specifically McDonald's franchise. Right. And in the 80s, there was something called McDonald's University. There's no McDonald's Hamburger U anymore? I don't think so. You see, at this time... Oh, Chuck McCann. Ray Kroc was still not everywhere in the world, and he was trying to educate people who would become a franchisee. You know, you come to our university, which was really just like a couple months, and we teach you how to run it. So that's what this is based on. Well, all right, so right now, this is like some quality shots because they're showing like kids in restaurants eating hamburgers. They must have spent yeah. 50 cents on this intro. <laughs> you know, like how, how hard does it take to take a Super 8 camera into a diner? Right. You know? And it doesn't go with the movie. Well, this is Americana. This is what we probably yeah. love. This is what the movie's about. Oh, gross. Ugh. Watching people eat. If I wanted to watch people eat. Don't watch too closely. Ugh. Ugh. Ooh. 
Look, I would say this footage of people eating is disgusting, but if you look in the background, Guy Fieri is throwing up. <laughs> I wouldn't say that this footage of people is disgusting, because you can say it's right there. Right, you don't need to say it. You can just look at it. It's disgusting. This guy has now, this more... whole thing was filmed in, like, some of the internet says Los Angeles, but the, most of the internet Burger says House. it was filmed at the College of the Deluxe Canyon hamburgers. in Newhall, California. Buster Burgers. So Buster Burgers is the fake one. Here we go. Miss. It's right. a school, and it's the ladies' entrance, and we're in the shower rooms. Thank well, God. Well, we're not at Hamburger U yet. We're in no. the ladies' room at a different college. Well, because we're the, about to meet our hero. The, the, the shower room in Hamburger U is a little more uh, enticing. Although this is a... Are they teasing me? The, the way the camera is shot is that you don't really see much. But the camera's panning to every woman taking a shower. Yeah, you'll see in this movie. Right. Uh, that's right. In this, I guess because it's the opening screen. Directed by Mike Marvin. Mike Marvin. Yeah. Who? Yeah. He's got a little bit of a story I'll tell you later. Okay, here's our hero. Right, he's macking. He's macking in the girls' room. That's so gross right. when someone's fucking in the shower and you're taking a shower next to it. Now, all the sexy girls... Oh, wait, he's, he's kissing soap right now. All the sexy girls don't care, but look who cares! Oh, the ugly lady. Yeah. Mrs. Scratch Matter! <laughs> Before Dean Dubry... And that's Victoria. Victoria got bottom. M.D. And he's in no. Okay. He still has to take his shirt, put his shirt yeah, on. Right. You're going directly to Got Bottom's Keep office. your shirt off. Got shirt. Now what we're learning here, okay, is the plot point because oh, right. this thing was written according to the script rules. So within the first ten minutes, we're going to learn everything we need to know about. Should this I put stuff. up the volume? Not yet, but yes, but not yet. He has been kicked out of. He's going to four schools in three years because uh-huh. of sexual escapades. What do you mean, because like fucking in the girls' room? In the girls' shower? Like but in his defense, it's not really him. He's just so damn attractive that women throw themselves at him, and he always gets himself into trouble. Because he's not going to say no, he's a young man. He's right? not a young man. He looks like he's in his 30s. I mean, that's young. Some people consider the 30s young, but he's 32. Oh, Got Bottom's got legs. Suspend the... Yeah, right. He, he got legs, too. Look, no shoes on. Is he flirting with them? That is so unprofessional. <laughs> now, she is, she is uh, shaming him for not being able to control his sexual piccadillos. Oh, yeah. I can't... I can't handle my... I can't hurt my piccadillos. And he's saying, it's not me, it's them. And she's proving the point. Okay, so there's going to be some funny jokes now. So okay. you should find out. turn up the sound. Now, right. the man's going to come in and catch them, and then he's going to say, Dad's going to kill me, and just keep the sound up. Okay. Boom! All right, ladies and gentlemen. Second pair of tits already. Uh. Keep the sound up. Dean Dewberry. Oh, my father's gonna kill me. Oh, oh. I am. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, the dad gets. <laughs> <laughs> the dad gets the joke. Movie, 
<laughs> the dad gets a joke. Good. He cut to the dad say, literally saying, I'm going to kill you while he's strangling him like Homer Simpson. He's strangling. On that the plastic is, couch. You've just seen the funniest joke in the movie. All right. Well, thank the you guys for listening to the this show. We, we're on every Sunday. Oh, wait, let's keep going. That's it. That was funny. Well, My dad's going to kill me. <laughs> cut to your dad strangling I'm you. going to kill you. That's a <laughs> Simpsons joke. Now we're learning that there's an inheritance uh, from Great Uncle Whatever for him. But the stipulation is that he must graduate college. And he's been kicked out of four colleges now. Now, the second funniest joke of the movie is going to come in this scene, too. You don't need the volume for it. All right. Well, here, I'll pretend what he's saying. We will not eat carbohydrates in this house. No bread, no bun. <laughs> What's it? What? There it is. Oh, she starts strangling him. She came in the room going, don't stop, you're going to kill him. And then a second later, she's choking him, choking him. I love it. Now they see a TV commercial for come to the University of Hamburgers. Okay. And oh, it's coming on TV? All right. I love it. It's the sentient television. That's right. Buster the Bull wants you to join Buster the booming business. So Buster fucks cows and then we eat those cows? That's what Buster's deal is? Um, wait, what did you just say? It's Buster Burgers because there's a bull. There's a mascot. And I'm asking this mascot. Yeah, that's exactly right. So he goes to the slaughterhouse, picks his big... What a sicko. From the look of those, I mean, that bull looks pretty horny. Yeah. Either that he needs a haircut down there. The longhorn. Oh, so this is it. They spent good money on creating a fake. It looks better than the whatever was in Clerks 2, I'll tell you that much. Now, here he's going into a Buster Burger to learn about what's this Buster Burger University all about. So he's waiting in line now. There's a Cud Burger, Baby Buster Burger. They spent a lot of money on the uh, props here. Oh, here looks like a funny bit coming up. Yeah, here we're going to get a funny bit that's not... So funny oh, in 2017. Um, one burger and, and some fries and um, and a malted. Oh, and, and would you? And where's the beef? Just say Buster Shake. <laughs> That's right. And the chocolate Buster Shake, madam. Okay. So say it. Take off, pickle. I don't like talking to machines. Look, Toots, take that falcon you're driving, chain it up, and shove it where the sun don't shine. Oh, oh, oh my! Oh. That's like, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Buster Burger. Please pull forward. Now, as us people in our 50s know, when we were kids, right. the, um, the grown-ups were much more conservative, and that was a standard joke of having a heart attack. <laughs> right. They're, they're so shocked. And, now this, yeah, all right. This woman here, her name is uh, Sarah a- Abriel, and she will go on to be in the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, great! I love that movie. And she was in Lonely Guy with uh, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Huh. And now, what's happening here is more plot reinforcement because she's like coming on to him, and I get off at eight, oh, stuff man. like that. I and just like, came here for no, no, a 60 no. cent burger. I oh, just want a burger. Here's a watch. 
He's got Buster Bo- Hey, Look, oh, this is the part of the movie where uh, M tells Bond that this watch has a secret laser in it that can shoot out darts, <laughs> laser darts, and he's going to use that in, the, in, the, in about a half hour from now. Now, he just turned her down for a date, which is crazy, and he goes, is that, you know, is this really true about this university? He's getting the information, you know. I don't, I don't understand, like, why these guys have these giant bullhorns on their hats as uniform. That's just Because not... they're trying to do, like, the Golden Arches. They're trying to do Ray Kroc. They're trying to be McDonald's. It's just a health hazard. It's very distracting to me. <laughs> because it's you can get a catch on fire or you can hurt somebody with those horns. It's just it's not really. Uh, I'm gonna write it up. I've all right. Hang on. I'm writing a note for the suggestion box. I don't Look, want she to has be little horns. Oh yes, yeah, are less horny. The guys are a lot hornier in this movie. <laughs> they are uh, man. That guy is super horny. Hey, we have some good news about next week's show, and we'll, we'll bring it up in a, uh, towards the end of the show. But uh, exciting news. Yeah, we're, we're going to be funny. <laughs> hey, I got Paul Brumbaugh from Edge of Insanity here in the studio. I just put up your mic. Hi, Paul. Hi, hey, how's Paul. it going? Hey, Carl, what's up, dude? All right, what's up? Uh, I missed all the TNA, but I didn't miss all the TNA. <laughs> oh, this is the parody song. Right, so now we're going to parody McDonald's like crazy. But the thing is, they make it like it's four-year college or something. McDonald's right. University was just like a little course you took. It was eight hours. We're learning the theme song. It will be recurred throughout the movie. See, for a podcast, it's okay for us to listen to the, the song because we're an audio production. But to the actual movie, no matter what the montage is, what they're trying to say is, listen to this song, it's super fucking clever. It's part of the story. You know, the, the story only, is the song. The only thing they're now missing is a bouncing hamburger. Well, right over the words, right? As they say it. Yeah. Follow the bouncing hamburger. This guy is listening to the theme song because he's always wanted to be a manager of a Burger Buster franchise. And he's got the watch. his childhood dream. Oh. He's... Nacio Herb Zipper. The old Zipster. He's an 80s nerd, right? Well, no. He he was... This is his big 80s I'm in the film. He was like a voiceover person. This guy, though, this guy is big deal. This guy is the son of, of um, uh, Buddy Hackett. Oh, Sandy Hackett, right? Uh, so the, right. Yeah, the son of Naaman. Uh, Buddy Craig. Hackett's son. Yeah. So he's, uh, how, how is he? Is he funny? Uh, he's normal. He, he plays like a straight guy. But what's funnier here is this guy right now. This is Dick Buckus. Speaking of straight guy, Dick Buckus. <laughs> now, anybody, do you, you know him, right? He was a football player, sports yeah, commentator. I, don't, I know him more from Bob Hope specials than I do on the right. Caribbean. I know him more by name. That's actually what I order in, here in the Tenderloin. I'm sorry, go ahead. We know him by name, Dick Buckus. Listen, anybody in the public eye with both Dick and Butt in their name right. is brave. Well, there was a famous National Lampoon Radio Hour bit where they were talking about uh, homosexuality and sports. 
and I think it was like Christopher Guest and Chevy Chase and, and John Belushi and they were doing mm-hmm. like a fake radio show and uh, they mentioned that Dick Buckus is gay and Belushi says Dick Buckus is gay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who's um, this? Okay, this is like um, okay <laughs> this is like a singer uh, not her that's, that's um, she's like the Rambo. South American rebel person um, he's a singer kind of like, um, gosh, I forget his name. I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. I'm black, you, you know, um, Robert how Thicke. sexy. Well, anyway, he was captured and arrested by the, the burger people because they are accused of not having diversity. So they're forcing him to become a franchisee. They're forcing James Brown to be a franchisee. Yeah, yeah, James Brown. That's the name I was trying to think of. Jack, do not raise your voice to me, slime wad. Look, man, if this harassment puts a strain on my highly talented vocal cords, or if anybody even thinks about touching my $75 slick rig bad boy concert beat, I'm gonna commence to pimp slapping somebody right now. Clam it, dark breath. You're on buster ground. You read me, faggot? Uh, I think so, sir. <laughs> All right, I'm going to lower the volume now. I think we yeah. got a sense of... Uh... Now, as you know, this was 86, so it was closer to the, like, 60s. So there's, there's a lot of black insult. There's a lot of racism in our day, you and me, Mike, that doesn't really exist today. Well, I and mean... And they're going to unload a lot of that in this film. Yeah, but, I mean, I was in high school during this film, so this is a part of me. I mean, I watch this stuff now 30 years later, and I go, well, I mean, it's there, you know? I mean... It happened. Yeah. So Dick Buckus is going around and he's... That's Preston Popnik, sir. This is no Parker's Paradise! Oh, this, so this must be the fat guy, Carl. Yeah, this is your standard fat guy joke throughout the film. He has a hard time not eating, so what he, wants, what he does is he electric shocks himself so he won't eat. Oh. You'll see that. Oh, Okay. Oh, he's already going to do the gag. Some cartoon special effect artist has got 20 cents for that sound effect. Now, Dick Buckus was in Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, so, I mean, Dick Buckus, it seemed like I've I've seen him in Bob Hope specials, I think. I think he... Yeah. I get him mixed up with Lyle Azarat. I mean, there was... Oh, right, right, right. right. You know who I'm talking about? The guy who was in Highway to Heaven? Yeah, just by the look of him. And zapped, too. Well, he was in Cracking Up with Jerry Lewis. That was 1983. That was called Smorgasbord. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was his and last movie. He was with Barney Fife. What's his name? His last director movie. He was with Barney Fife. He was with... Uh... Don... Oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. Knott's. Mr. Uh, Don Knott's. Don Knott's. Company. Don Knott's. Yeah, there was a Disney movie named Gus. He appeared in that. He was in that movie Superdome because that's all about football. I mean, he didn't do a very good job, but but he had a career. Yeah. Now here comes our Ray Kroc character. Lime and Funk. Welcome, welcome. I'm Lime and Funk, founder of Busterberger, chairman of the board, and dean of Busterberger University. And this is the secret sauce of my life, Mrs. Funk. 
Now I like her. And uh, I immediately recognized her. Do you know who that is? The woman she chewing uh, licorice, red licorice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one who's wearing, I don't know, like a spirit Halloween <laughs> sexy outfit. She Hackett's kid right away. Yeah, Buddy Hackett's kid also is enamored by her. Who's the actress? Um, well, I mean, I have her name written down All right, so, but who is, somewhere. But who is it? Okay, the reason I knew her right away and liked her was because of that movie, The Man with Two Brains. Okay, I love that movie. I just saw it recently. Yeah. So at one point in that movie, um, Steve Martin needs a second brain. So, uh, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, just Paul just yelled out that that's Steve Martin's second wife. First wife. Yeah, she was also in um, the one where um, Hang on, uh, they changed brains from Lily Tomlin. That's, oh, all of me. So, all of me, yeah. So, it's yeah. The, the bad girl in that. With Chaka Well, so it's, that's so uh, Paul is saying that that woman is Steve Martin's first wife. And she's also a That is Steve Martin's first wife. Holy cow. Yeah. And this guy has what's around his crotch? Weed? Uh, you're not allowed to have I any food but school. Buster Burger food. So he's got food. And, and it's all around. You know, at least you're not allowed to have any sex on campus. So he's oh, got porto and condoms. And it's all taped drink? to his body. And sitting in the movie theater watching this is um, Bucky, Buddy Hackett with his hands in his... His, his head shaking. No, no, this is not what I taught you. So anyway, there's this scene in The Man with Two Brains in which he needs a second brain. So he goes right. and he hires a prostitute. But she's got this talking to us voice. Yeah, that's her. That I remember that scene. That's her, huh? So that's he's like, I'm leaving. She goes, you don't have to leave. He goes, no, you don't understand. I was going to paralyze you with this shot. She goes, I don't mind. Yeah, right. But I was going to take your brain out of mine. She goes, no, I'm leaving. I'm not going to kill you. She goes, it's my voice. <laughs> I think it's funnier when you say it. <laughs> well, anyway, I love her. Well, all right. Well, see, see Grace's Hamburger Universe. She is like the uh, Ioli uh, uh, emulsifier that adds to the burger. So one thing I learned about California is that you have to put mayonnaise on everything, and it's because it acts as an emulsifier. So if you have a hamburger, you have to spread mayonnaise on the bun <laughs> and put the hot meat on the mayonnaise, and it will like glue it to the bun or do something like Yeah, and that's the same with corned beef and pastrami. You have to have mayonnaise on it because of the meat. You have to have fucking mayonnaise on your corned beef sandwich. Okay, the there's... There's uh, It's My Voice and Ray Kroc. Now, Ray Kroc is... You play your cards right. Oh, Randy Brooks. That's her name, Randy Brooks. Okay. Ray Kroc's name is Charles Tyner, and he was in a lot of things, including, like, Cool Hand Luke. Oh, wow. He was in the original The Longest Yard with uh, with Burt Reynolds. Right, compared to the Adam Sandler one. I loved him in was the outlaw Josie Wales. All right. I haven't seen he that in a long that time. One. What's that? I haven't seen that in a while. Do you remember they uh, they go across the boat that's pulled with a rope? Nope. He was the one who was like, uh, gets shot. The guy goes, is that you, Paul? We got the gold, Mia. I love that guy. 
He ate your pop. Okay, I guess you don't remember, but it was yeah. really good. He was also in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, now that I probably remember. Oh, uh, you'd probably remember his son more than him. Okay. Um, in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, he's one of the customers who bought shower curtains. Sure. Shower curtain hangers. But the son is the one who shows up to give him a ride to the airport. He's chewing tobacco. Oh, right. That's right. All right. And he makes the pregnant wife haul the bag. Get yeah. them back. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> okay, now this woman here is the daughter of the rape. So there's a nun blocking the fat guy to the front of the food. Well, he just threw the nun across the floor. He will have none of that, my good sir. None of that. We're about to cement the we're going to have an affair relationship between uh, Rand Brooks and uh, Mr. Hackett Jr. So does is her voice really that weird? I think that's part of her shit. So they actually so the first wife of the star of the uh, of his own movie said like I want to kill you because your but your voice is so bad I'm I'm just, I'm gonna leave you alone. No, he just felt guilty. He was gonna kill a person. Look how he's cooking the burger. By he's electrocuting his finger so he won't eat, but he has a hamburger in his hand. Forgot about that. Look, I said I wanted it well done, but not this well done. <laughs> well, in California, everything smokes. Yeah. Everything's poke this and poke that. Don't get me started on the poke. Okay, so we missed a plot point, so I just have to back up. Oh, now, Carl. <laughs> These movies don't have Dick plot Butkin. points. Yes. He's still getting electrocuted, by the way, and people think he's dancing. He's doing Here's the smash. Yeah, Dick Buckus, look at that haircut. Jesus Christ, you can like put a picture of Ice Tea on top of that head. Now, not Ray Kroc's daughter is his like flame, right? They're dating. Oh. And the truth is, Dick Buckus just wants to be, get on the board of, um, of um, Slimy Burger. Okay. Okay. So he's jealous of our hero because the Ray Kroc daughter likes uh, likes him. You know, her name is Deborah Blee, and she didn't do much. She was in T.G. Hooker as an extra. She was on the Love Boat as an extra. Not an extra. She had a talking part, but she's just once she was a star in a show called The Beach Girls. Do you think it's like cool to be an extra in the love boat? Do you get to go travel, or are you just go to the set? <clears throat> I'm sure that they do not rent out the cruise ship. Go for a cruise. They do. The no, they do 28. They book 28 cruises for the season, <laughs> and each cruise they shoot an episode, and they hire all the extras to go walk around the uh, boat. <laughs> right. It's grueling because you miss your family for about six weeks. But You, you know. do, but the food is excellent. Well, you got to be careful. Sometimes you might get, you know, explosive diarrhea. <laughs> and it also sucks if you if you like to drink and you're an extra on the love boat, they jack the prices up so much on the boat. <laughs> <clears throat> He's going, hey, I'm not hungry. <laughs> um, one thing that doesn't make sense is this nun character. Yeah. Um, her You'll name have none of this. Sarah. Now, none. Oh, wait, I gotta talk. This guy. Yeah. Do you recognize him? Danny DeVito. It's Chuck McCann from Far Out Space Nuts, which I made That's a reference exactly to last week. exactly who it is. I had mentioned Far Out Space Nuts when we were watching National Lampoon's Men in White, 
And I had mentioned right. Bob Denver, but I didn't mention Chuck McCann, who right, uh, right. pops up in here. So, to make up for it, we're going to have to watch him. Now, he was in a million things. Yeah. Uh, he is 80-something years old and still active, living in New Jersey. Oh. Now, you have a young daughter, Molly, Close so it. you might know Adventure Time. Oh, all right. He's the voice of Mo in that. Molly doesn't watch Adventure Time. voice on Powerpuff Girls. But you're right. It's really about far out space. Well, he's done a bunch of stuff. He was a children's actor and he's a cult film. He's in a terrible yeah. Rodney Dangerfield film called uh, The Perjectionist. It's his one, which I looked. I checked. I was going to watch that, on, uh, but it's not on YouTube. I was going to recommend it. But, you get my uh, link I sent you. Yeah, you sent me a link to Reddit has full length movies on YouTube as a Reddit, and there's some good stuff on there. So, I yeah, gonna, it's not like every one or something. It's just people contribute. Right, and a lot of them are kind of like fake, and they're not clean copies. But you could sense. Oh. You well, you could sense that they're having a film from last year that's kind of big pops up on it, and you go, "Well, that's probably bullshit." Someone just posted it. But, uh, yeah, that's a really good site to do it. And I'm thinking of using our Twitter account, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, to every day just post a full-length movie. We don't have to do it, but, you know, they're out there. So follow us on Twitter. I just gave you a reason. Yeah. You and your creepy... That's my new Twitter. Your avatar-less new Twitter. Oh, well, I'm... I'm... You need to put a photo in your Twitter account, otherwise... Oh, you should listen to this. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Never mind. Uh, they're cutting oh, by onions. The way, the joke here is they're cutting onions, so everyone's crying. Um, we missed it, but they were, as a franchise owner, they're learning how to handle situations that might come up in the in the uh, in the store. And one of them, uh, people try to take their cookies, steal the cookies, and they say, "Put those cookies back, motherfucker." Oh, I heard about that scene, too. And then uh, the another thing, he, everyone's repeating after him. That's why it was funny. He goes, we reserve the right to refuse service to an asshole like you. And they're like, we reserve the right. Oh, and the fact I, I just mean, ate the onion, which represented the bull's balls. Oh, in case you guys turn on this down. All right, I will. Here we go. Like you. We reserve the right. We didn't miss it. It's a montage. We're losing it. We're losing it. Pulse beat. It's up. Pulse beat. It's up. No, it's down. No, it's down. Oh, so they're trying to resuscitate a pickle. Yeah. I don't get this. But even though they won't be successful in Mm -hmm. saving the pickle, they will save the pickle's children. So they all went into cost. They all wore scrubs. And they all went into a medical room of Hamburg yeah. University, all yeah. for this really stupid joke that even uh, yeah. a kid who watches Far Out Space Nuts would not get. It's twins with the Far Out Space Nuts guy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the new life. This is so stupid. Like, it's adorable. Dude, if I went to a college and they're like, we're going to be pulling out baby pickles from a pickle in the operating room, I'd be like, give me my tuition back. Oh, listen, listen. Hmm. Put those cookies back, motherfucker. 
No, that will be called back later in the film. That's what I want you to do. Well, that's, yeah, and that's, that explains my tattoo. Put those cookies back, <laughs> motherfucker. It's actually from Hamburger the Movie. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Bingo! Stop staring at my tattoo. Just because I put it on my forehead doesn't mean I want to, I crave attention. At the bottom of Mike's tattoo is a little asterisk, and then if you look at his ass, it has a footnote that says, from the movie. Hamburger the, the Motion Picture. The motion picture. So there was Star Wars, Star Trek, the motion picture, Hamburger, the motion picture. This, uh, well, Carl, let's talk about the director and and uh, history of. So yeah, I was telling Carl that there was a great book. It's a guy by Edward Feldman, and it's called mm-hmm. "Tell Me How Much You Love This Picture," and it's his memoir as a movie producer. And he's best known for producing several. Peter Weir movies like Mosquito Coast, Truman Show. Uh, he did a bunch of Eddie, Eddie Murphy movies. But in the 80s, he produced a film written by the director of Hamburg and the Motion Picture. He directed a film, he produced a film called Hot Dog the Movie. Mm-hmm. And Hot Dog the Movie, or Motion Picture maybe, is as in skiing when you do a hot dog. And uh, Mike Marvin wrote it, it's based on his life. And in the memoir, the producer said it's the worst film he's ever done. Yeah, he learned his lesson because he uh, he said he used his own money to produce this film, and he had to mortgage his house. And, yeah, the bank's money. Yeah, and he said like, I will never use my own money to produce a film again. So this movie, Hot Dog, the movie did okay, and he survived. He got his mortgage back or what have you. And uh, the, the the writer of this of Hot Dog the movie directed this film called Hamburger the Motion Picture yeah. so it's kind of a and there was in the 80s it was Beer the picture the movie I think there was oh, like really? Fart the movie I, I wouldn't be surprised I saw a video for that uh, now Hot Dog opened number two in the country just behind Terms of Endearment oh yeah well that's because it's, back. it's a yeah well that's only because Terms of Endearment was a better movie at the time like uh, had it opened to a different you know <laughs> I mean, they tugged a few heartstrings with that uh, dying from cancer scene. I mean, that's a little cheap. Well, I don't know. It, it's 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 early in Hot Dog the movie, the dying of cancer scene, so it gets it out of the way. Oh, Terms of Endearment. Oh, you meant Terms of Endearment. So we're watching this, like, I Love Lucy is not, like, worried about right, this scene. that's what we're looking at, yeah. The thing is, Butkus is jealous of him because Butkus is potential I'm getting married to you fiance girlfriend likes him better likes him uh, yeah and for good reason so Butkus is doing his part to make him messed up now this Mike Marvin director in 72 that's his right. first thing he did a 90 minute ski movie entitled Earth Rider and it featured the legendary says the internet I never heard of it the legendary ski parachute jump off Yosemite's El Capitan. And apparently this was the birth of extreme skiing in America. Well, so that's yeah. why he got a shot in Hollywood. Well, he was also number two Mountain Dew guy in all the crews in the original commercials. He was the one wearing the goggles. He did do... Wait, what? Say that I was, again? I was making a joke. And remember how oh, in okay. Mountain Dew okay. extreme commercials, they were always like a group of four. <laughs> um... His first serious movie was Six Pack, and that was with uh, Kenny Rogers, and I never saw it. Oh, one thing that's interesting, that it's sort of like a sad sack story. 
he found this novel, Legends of the Fall. You've heard of that. Oh, yeah. That was well, the movie. Yeah, sure. And it was done in the 90s. Well, he fell in love with that movie, uh, that book, and he brought it to the attention of Hollywood Studios, and he wrote, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of different uh, things of the script, but he, ne- but he never got it made. And, you know, years later, someone said, thanks for the idea, dude, and just did it, you know. Was, was he named a producer in the film? No, not at all. He had wow. nothing to do with it at all. Usually they'll just give you a producer title, and then you get some money off the film, and that's right. the end of it. No, the internet tells the sad fact story of how he got busted. And here's the little twist that you'll like, Mike. The reason he stopped working on it was he got a commission from that Edward Feldman to write hot dog movie. Oh. He wrote hot dog movie, completed in 82, and then in 83, uh, Feldman make the move, made the movie. So it's like sliding doors. Had he turned down Hot Dog the movie, right. he would have written Legends of the Fall. Now, the thing is, we don't know if Legends of the Fall would have become the success that it was with what Brad Pitt and, uh, and what's his, uh, you know, uh, Tom Hagen, what's yeah. his name? Well, who's and, the older guy? Yeah. Um, Anthony uh, Hopkins. Duvall. Oh, Duvall. Oh, he's in that? What, isn't he the dad? All I remember, Legend? all I remember from Legends of the Fall is all the great skiing scenes. <laughs> Oh, there he is. I got a blow-up doll from the 80s. She's that. How did you break your leg? I was at the, <laughs> on the highest ladder. Oh, don't give me the legend of the fall. Just <laughs> you break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Legend has it. You fell. <laughs> uh, Mike, I just was uh, I was shopping for my fall fashion. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got my knee pads and bike helmet you know, uh, you know, ready you're, you're packing, you're, we're ready for the fall. You know, at the end of the shooting Legends of the Fall, the cast and crew said, well, see you next, Legends. Have a nice... <laughs> oh, look, there's a homophobia scene now. Oh, look. He's the town chasing it, women, he's going to rip out our rights and ship to us on a bike. Watch his face. Ah, uh, gross. How about we just sneak in a... Oh, yeah. Well, this is see, one this of the... is when Buddy Hackett, again, shakes his head and looks away from the screen... No son. You're no son of mine. You're okay. no son of mine. Now, John Levitt, Lovett appears as a guard in this film, and this might be the scene. Okay, John Levitt's, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe. From from There's other shittier. Scenes with, yeah. with better shittier, from better shittier films. That could be John Lovett, do you he think? He has that hunch and that hangdog face. No, I think that's a dog. <laughs> oh, no, the one that guards. I can see now, why he was taken. You see who they caught trying to escape. Oh, it's the singer. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to escape. This is so ridiculous. If it wasn't for the giving birth to pickles uh, operating room <laughs> scene, I would say this is far-fetched. It's, it's far-fetched. <laughs> now, watch this. Look he's, who doesn't, who didn't, who does escape. Look who does escape. The white people. Yeah. Uh, they're on top of the van. Yeah, Buddy Hackett and the boyfriend in One of the Guys. Oh, my God. By the way, I went to www.pimy.net and I got failed to open page. Maybe because I didn't put the www. Let me see what happens. Hmm. Well, this might be old. Two, three. 
Internet old? You know, Safari can't find the server. So, we'll at least get take it off the fucking... All right. Um, well, the reason is it's not in it's in civilization. So Safari would clearly be looking in the wild in the jungle. Hey, okay, so, so they're at a Chinese restaurant. Do they, they, serve, they don't. You're serve. not allowed to. You're not allowed to leave campus. Right. You're not allowed to have sex. Right. You're not allowed to eat any food that's not the burger food. And then and you, so they're break. They're about to break three rules. Three rules that make no sense to me whatsoever. So to to get a uh, diploma at a franchise university, you can't have sex. You have right. to tell your teacher, oh, I dipped it in my wife last night. I'm so sorry. You're fired. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I had sex with my wife. Oh. And we went to a Chinese restaurant. Oh. You're not allowed to eat any food, oh. but... Chinese waitress. Uh, yeah, four Szechuan spare ribs, uh, four gangbang foods. And some my voice! Four Szechuan Does, chicken um, balls. Paul know when they divorced? Because this four is 86. Oh, Paul's gone. She was in that movie in 84. And four tongues. Uh, that about do it? Yeah, it'll do it to start. Four gangbangs. Yeah. It'll do. Oh, I don't mind that, that kind of... Now, here's a coincidence. Okay. Dick Butkus just happens to be going to the same restaurant. But, so he he just, he says, do as I say, not as I do. Because he's the one oh, telling no, him. He's, a, he, he's, an, he's the sergeant. He's an employee. He's not uh, bound by these rules. He's Is he a sergeant or is he an employee? Is he part of the military state that the Hamburger University employs? <laughs> or is he a civilian? You know, you mentioned Peter Weir, and I really love uh, his work in um, uh, The Grateful Dead. Right. Uh, he has a, that's a different Peter Weir. He's a, he directed, like, Green Card. Remember? Oh, I love that film. Not you, joking. Really? Why? Uh, that's the one with, um, I am French, that guy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because those, she was like a lefty-lefty tree hugger. And he was like a righty-righty, you know, she, she's thin and cares about her body. He's a big pig. Right. You know, for two opposites, I mean, for her to fall for him, it was an endearing movie. Watch All right, that. okay, all right. I'm not going to watch it, but I'll take it really. Oh, wait, we're missing the Chinese jokes. Enjoy. Awful lot of food for two people. I was hungrier than usual, Ben. You see why they're hiding, because they'll get kicked out of the university. You know... You've been promising uh, to have Chinese with me for ages, Mia. What do you say we eat now, right here? I'll buy. No. He sounds like a football guy. What a kiss butt is butt kiss. Dick Buckus, School of Acting, take two. Hey. <laughs> roll him. Roll him. Hey, we always said we would want to have Chinese. Look, he's got a flashlight. Yeah, to go up to dress. Oh, wait, he's yeah. going up for dress right now? Right, and he's going to begin. He will, I mean, he's not eating Chinese, but he's eating. He's eating, oh, he's eating her out right now okay, at the table. Oh, I just got hot flashes. You do? Oh, you do. Kind of young for hot flashes. Very young for hot flashes. So, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to tell you the stupid joke. Uh, 
she makes up the thing that mom is having hot flashes, and he says, "You're kind of young for hot flashes." Right. And it's like I caught him from his, I caught them from, uh, you know, her dad. Like she doesn't know what a hot flash is. So is that, I don't know. It's, so she's she's orgasming right now. So she's being eaten out at the table. Like no one notices. Like like right. like as thick black as that fucking blind. He only sees dick and butt. That's the reason why he doesn't see her getting eaten out. <laughs> See the P word. He doesn't see the P word. Right. We have to call it the P word because we can say dick and butt. His name isn't Dick Fuck Kiss. It isn't, oh, it it isn't Pussy Puss Kiss. <laughs> if it was, if she's eating ribs while getting eaten out, way to go. Forget blowjob and a steak day. <laughs> ribs and uh, yeah. cutting lingus. Sure. Uh, see the table's like, moving. Why do I smell pussy? <laughs> I don't like just look under the table, dude. Dude, under the table. I love these ribs. They're spicy. <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah. Oh my god, this is still going on far too long. See, look at it. Oh, glass table. He's oh, looking at her. Caught. Caught. I caught you red handed, as it were. And cut back 14 hours later, they're dressed up. They do this like television editing where it's like the joke continues the next day. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. As if we would remember. Now the thing is, they should be kicked out of the university, but he was eating out the wife of Ray Kroc, who protected him, right? So they're not getting kicked out. Instead, they're going to be put into you know how like in a prison camp you're put in the hot box? Sure. Yeah, sure. All that happened. I remember. Well, that was terrible. Remember that? That's yeah, where, that's where prisoners the fart in the uh, cell and they close the cell door. They have to go in the hot pickle. They have to go in the hot pickle. And would they stick their dick out? Or what's the deal? Oh, there's a lock <laughs> on it. <laughs> these are these are like uh, totem poles, as like they were, porky. pickles. And they go inside like it's a magic trick. They lock some. But yeah, if there's like a glory hole in there... Stick your dick out of the pickle? No, this was nineteen eighty six. There was no There was plenty of glory holes in nineteen eighty six. So they're doing the torture sauce and the torture jingle. Oh, they're playing the music? What's the torture yeah. sauce? What's in torture sauce? That's like the hot sauce. Let's novel. just see if you're up to the buster brand of discipline. <laughs> this movie sucks. It's not funny, now, one girl. One thing upset me very much about uh, the writer. Um, his name is Donald Ross. Now, he... Do you remember Murder, She Wrote? Maybe. I have, I have, I have uh, dementia. I'm also the number one fan so of this So does Angela Lansbury. Yeah, all right. She does? Um... Do you, do you remember Murder, She Wrote with yeah. Angela Lansbury? Yeah. And, and she's a murder mystery writer, right? Who right. solves real-life murders by a coincidence every episode. Right. That's, yeah, Donald yeah. Ross wrote that. He wrote for it or he, or he created it? He wrote it. He wrote the, He wrote every... He, wrote, he was one of the writers for the show. Don't you see the scandal? So, Murder, She Murder, Wrote... She Wrote... She didn't write a thing! Oh, it was a guy who wrote Murder, She Wrote. It was a guy all along. Now, Space Nuts is doing experiments with experimental product on... Uh, Zipster. 
on our good friend uh, Zipster. Uh, his name is Jack Blessing, oh. and he was in Mike and Molly's TV series Pilot. He was in Crime Scene Investigation. Uh, I don't know, Coup de Gras. What is that? So but this is him as a, a teenager. Voiceover work. Actually, he was also in George Lopez's TV series as a regular character called Jack Powers. That was his big, uh, big claim to fame. He did voiceover work he, in Talladega Nights. He was the guy on the radio all the time. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, enough of this guy, right? Well, this so he, he's in his... Eight, this is 1986 and he's shirtless right now. Yeah. So if you're a fan of that guy, this is some prime meat. Here's a prime rib you're looking at. Fan of what guy? <laughs> if you like Jack this guy... Blessing. If you're a Jack Blessing fan throughout the decades <laughs> and who wouldn't, this is something for the, something for the fans. <laughs> He's Him getting up. this part was a blessing. God, this movie. I mean, this movie was a video box in a video shelf at video stores throughout the country. And I'm sure it was Chapel of the Immaculate Restroom. Now, I think only people our age will get this, but this was also, you know, like at um, Kmart in the, 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 you know, the basket where it's, 99 cents with a red sticker that looked like a star. Oh, right. Okay, so here we have, there's Ray Kroc in the middle of the Last Supper and everyone's having burgers. Here we've got a, it's very typical. You see this kind of joke all the time. They make fun of religion and they just change key words in a Roman Catholic. Chapter 12, verse 16. <laughs> bus the plus work equals health. Bus the plus work equals wealth. Isn't it great? Isn't what does it, it say? Meet me oh, okay. behind the library in two hours. Why did she capitalize the H? In two hours? <laughs> no, in behind. Okay, never mind. You know that uh, Buddy Hackett's kid was young because he could read that, man. I can't read a thing. I know. I had to pause it and look at it. I hate that. Oh, look at that. They're holding hands. There's no hand-holding at Barbecue University. <laughs> oh, it's like Oral Roberts. Like, you can't, like, fuck at Oral Roberts. You can't yeah, same-sex fuck, for sure. Important. You can't... Inter- Unless you're married, you could... Well, you can't interracial fuck or uh, same-sex fuck. And I don't think you can fuck anyway. Right? Uh, their regular way. Yeah, that's right. You can't have... Why make a big deal like same-sex? You just can't do it anyway. Yeah, they're not going to... Oral Roberts won't. It's a, is it Oral Roberts University? Isn't there like a universe of crazy... Yeah. Not crazy, but he's eating the plastic fruit of this woman's hat. Right, and now he's like going to do the shock. And electrocute himself in church. He's, he's a one gag. Um, he's doing more Buddy Hackett stick than, his, than Buddy Hackett's son. Buddy Hackett, yeah, than Sonny. And Sonny Hackett, that's this, what you should call him. Sonny Hackett. Look what happened to poor oh, Magneto Jones. Oh, no, that's right. Why did they handcuff the black guy? Because he has to go to Hamburger University because of a diversity yeah. thing, and that's the reason why the cops, they're not even cops. It's like no. private workforce. It's like a posse. It's illegal, it's him. illegal, yeah. But that's the joke. They're forcing him to become a franchisee so that nobody can say anymore that no one's black. Uh, it's an earlier time, right? No, it's just, well, it's a weird logic, too. It's just, it's just, yeah. Is it earlier time? I don't know. 
You're right. It's a totally weird logic, and there's a lot of that in this film. Things yeah. that don't make sense. Why would you be prohibited from having sex on this campus? Why? Why? Yeah. Why would you have a dorm room for this fucking place anyway? Now look, if they said, "Son, you personally are prohibited from having sex," because that was his problem, it would make so much sense, right? But like, they don't do that. If it's a religious university, like Oral Roberts or whatever, uh, or George Jones or whatever the university is called. Then mm-hmm. you, uh, yeah, because you're, it's part of the religion. But this is just for hamburger franchising. Oh, here comes a lady. Storm. That's right. And we didn't learn about Never the religion no stuff an until just now. Strip. What? You close, you take them off, you make love to me now. Mm. <laughs> There's no sex at Buster Burger, you. Oh, yes. Take the pants off. Now, the joke here is he will get out of it by pretending he's gay. Make that 11. This is full of bad lines, and she goes, I am not leaving until I have seven orgasms. And she looks at his pee-pee, and he, she goes, make that 11. Oh, because he can't wait. She wants to use it four more times? <laughs> because it's big enough. I don't know. Is it big enough, and that's the reason why she's going to orgasm uh, nearly <laughs> twice as much? Fifty percent more. What if it was a grower, not a shower? Maybe she misestimated. <laughs> okay, so she meets with Steve Martin's ex-wife, right? And they're going to sneak away to do it somewhere, and she's like, oh, "I know a perfect place. We'll never get caught." Oh, this, he's grabbing this guy's crotch right now. Right, and now he's pretending that... He's gay. Yeah, yeah, and it works. Because it's in the script is why it works. He spent a, a whole day fighting in the hills. A single now, you know this was the 80s because they cast a girl with small boobs. Oh, right, and she, she's been actually topless the longest in this movie. I mean, there's like scenes where she's just hanging out without a shirt. She was just hanging out with this guy who's pretending to be an effeminate homosexual. Oh, it just hurts. Because he doesn't want to have sex with women. Now, can you guess what'll be the joke here? They're going to have sex in a helicopter? Yeah, they're going to have sex in a helicopter. If you guys aren't watching this movie, we're out of the bedroom. We're at a different scene. We're at a helicopter. Well, this is where they won't get caught for sure. What are you? I come to this country to find a real man. And I will. Oh. Bitch. <laughs> All right, my head hurts. This, wasn't this in like 1941 where they're having sex in a, a plane and it goes off? Well, can you guess what's going to be the joke? Well, they're they're stripping inside a helicopter, and he oh. just knocked up. Right. Just, before they even sat down, you just knew. This movie likes panties. Right? It doesn't, Mike. Well, I mean. I, well, we just seen like the second woman in panties in like 10 minutes. And bra. He looks good in that bra. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, he's taking Steve Martin left that. He's crazy. <laughs> Well, do you think during the uh, divorce settlement she wanted all of him? Because he was in a movie called All of Me? Now, 
Oh, I get it. I mean, I got it back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just loaded. Okay, so look who comes. Because he thinks they're taking off in a helicopter. And they don't know it. Magneto Jones. I he, got a gig tonight. Give me a gig. Magneto Jones sold to the bone. I'm on the thread, I promise. You can trust me, baby. I got this concert date tonight, man. You gotta take me with you, Fred. I'm going to switch. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. Oh, she's wearing panties. Right. And why would she put on... Oh, I guess it was to just conceal her boobs. Right. So she's concealing her boobs, but she is in a helicopter without pants. Him, too. (laughs) That doesn't look like a blue screen. As you know, they didn't have green screens back then. Or blue screens. No, they had green uh, screens back then. No, blue no, screens. No, this is, this is fake. Look at the window. That's funny. Look at the window. Look at the window. Maybe they're interspersing. I don't think this, this actor's in enough. Huh. Oh, yeah. What? So he goes... Pull up the stick, and then she grabs his PP. That's not the thing. Why is this gentleman still wearing handcuffs? He wears handcuffs. Uh, they handcuff the black man in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. There's this one scene in which Dick Buskis wants to get him in trouble, and I'm spoiling stuff. All right, well, and let's so wait till it. All right. Oh, uh, there's you got not that stick. Stick, Mrs. Cross. Was that a stunt hand that grabbed a stunt crotch, or do you think it was the actress actresses? <laughs> I don't think they had a budget for a stunt crotch. Well, yeah, you got to factor in a stunt crotch, Carl. I mean, you know, the insurers want to insure your teen sex comedy unless you got a stunt crotch going. Now, here Dick Butkus gets out of his brand new car. With it, holding a spatula. Right? Yeah, he's, he's got a... He's wiping it off. With one hand and holding a spatula in the other. And he says, did you like your first oil change, baby? He's cleaning it. He loves his car. The only time someone wipes their car is when it's about to be destroyed. Oh, I only write these movies like, looking good. Well, okay, I can safely walk away knowing no harm will be done. Original in this whole, yeah. Like an overhead helicopter. I can ignore the sound of a helicopter descending. Oh, I'm still in the mid-yawn. There he is. They have to break this car six different ways because they paid money for this. Makes no sense. And then they park perfectly. Right, and then they park perfectly. (laughs) They... Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus' car. See, Dick Buckus is supposed to be this tough, tough, tough guy, but right. he wears that floppy, woppy hat. Now, remember, they're not wearing bathing suits. They're in their underwear right now. Yeah. Buddy, I can sit in the theater going, Honey, we're leaving. Uh, <laughs> Dad, it's my only you movie. <laughs> Dad, please, I'll never make another film like And again... It makes no sense that she's a nun trying to be a franchisee owner of uh, a McDonald's. It makes no sense. Nuns aren't just people who happen to be dressed a certain way. They have a job. They are employed. They get a salary. So they have to be somewhere else. 
Yeah, you got to be somewhere. Maybe it's stolen valor. Maybe she's not a nun at all. It's just someone who likes to dress up a nun and get discounts at the mall. Well, I think I'm right. If that's true, I didn't catch. I didn't catch none of it. Yeah, it's just nonsense. See, it's just nonsense. Good one, like. <laughs> that's a terrible. <laughs> oh, I should have a one-man show called Nonsense. Do you remember nuns on the run? Eric Idle and Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, How are we going to get out of here? That well, was a good one in a way. You know, I am living in San Francisco, so I have to bring up Sister Act 1 and 2, which, oh. was, which was shot in San Francisco. Oh, whenever I see Sister Act, I'm like, whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that with a lot of movies. A lot of movies made from 1982, 1979. Okay, maybe we'll see John Lovitz now. All right, this is Security Guard. Uh, let's listen for his Weasley voice. I was looking hard for John Lovitz, the right. first feeling of this, and I didn't see right. it. Right. Someone could find out the doctor here is crossing a hot dog with a meatball. And still a prototype. Uh, the joke is that uh, they've been experimenting on uh, human beings. Um, Jack Blackman, and that's why he's acting all weird. Yeah, stick a gum and register on this baby. So you look like a familiar face, right? Doc, why don't you call him uh, Dog Balls? I certainly admire I don't know. thoroughness. I, I, I hope not. I hope I never see any, anyone um, from this the movie joke again. there, he was, um, they're making a combination between meatballs and hot dogs. He goes, why don't you call them dog Okay, clearly this isn't John Lovitz. I guess we already saw John Yeah, well maybe, well, maybe there's a final scene. Maybe it's funnier than this one. Oh, they did a weird wipe. Now he's in his underwear. This is a weird... You were talking about how the things like don't go with regular logic, don't make sense. This right. is another one. They're going to like... Instead of doing a cavity search on him, uh-huh. they're these women... I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. See how they have wet uh, flippers on and... So we're watching a gentleman in a steamy shower... Uh room, gym room, be brought into the back by two uh, elderly ladies, big ladies. And right, and now they're like shocked and surprised because he's laid an egg. I needed that. We were just going to clean you up. Ah, this is so unfunny. Let me just tell you some stuff, okay? Uh, let's see, Sandy Haggett, Hackett, he was in... Um, the Fall Guy. You talked about that TV series. Yeah, with TJ Hooker, right? No, with uh, Lee, Lee Majors is The Fall Guy. He's oh, yeah, man. right. Steve Austin. Right. He Good. was, um, he was, he appeared on that show. He appeared on The Further Adventures of Ozzy and Harold. He appeared on Gary Shandling's Alone in Vegas TV movie. Oh, I he never heard of that. part of Pool Stud 2. Oh, well, he's kicking ass. Yeah, now, here is how he probably got his first start into movies, and it was probably Buddy Hackett said, Cast My Son. Uh-huh. He was in uh, 1984's Cannonball Run 2. Right, which also had... Uh, was Buddy Hackett in any of the Cannonball Runs? It's his style. I don't know if he was, but that's the kind of movie he'd show up in. Wasn't Dom DeLuise in that? Well, yeah, but I mean, 2 is famous because it's the last time there's an on-screen appearance of Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Sammy Davis Jr. At the same time? I see. Yeah. Well, it was right before Frank's passing. It was Ocean's 3? 
Yeah, it's the final the final three. One movie, and I'll, I'll see if it's on, but if it's not, here's a free one. But there's a film called Speed Zone, which is the same premise as Cannibal Run 1 and 2. It's a cross-country race, and John Candy's in it, Donna Dixon. And Jamie Farr, who is who wins at yeah. the end of uh, Cannibal Run 2, his character shows up in the beginning of Speed Zone. And the beginning of oh oh I I think yeah as the winner of the previous. So what so are we he watching? Was clinging to the old role. Right, he was playing a cameo. He was the winner of Cannibal Run Two. He shows up in a movie about a cross country well, race. I was, so he was clinging to an old role. Yeah, he was clinging to a new old role. Yeah, you know your jokes have gone just too no, far. Your jokes have. You yeah, the, he was. He was the clinger. Yeah, I know. I got. Uh, he was clinger. You don't get it. No, I get it. Your jokes just go to just too far. It's gone too far. Jamie Farr. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Oh, yeah. I suck. Oh, I'm through their classes at Clucky uh, uh, And <laughs> now they're at finals. They've been studying for finals. And this is the oral exam. And so they're throwing questions at them. Go ahead, listen uh, for a second. Uh, All right. Concludes your oral examination, Prokop. And yeah, that concludes oral examination on your wife. <laughs> See now, Buckus is mad because he passed, and he's trying to trip him up. Oh! Now here is the final. Uh, final part of the movie. You have to be the. You got to run your own Buster Burger for like a day, and if you don't screw it up. It's you ridiculous. That's not how business works. Yeah, I know. I hate to be a killjoy, but that's not how the hamburger franchise business works. That's, don't worry about it, Mike. This movie killed joy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Dick Butkus will do everything he can to make sure that these guys do not pass today by secretly, you know, sabotaging and stuff. Now, look, see the setup. The, the, this movie follows the movie rules. We're in Act 3 now. It's the kitchen time bomb. It's the race. Oh, and there's a wacky uh, menu. And they have any music yeah, playing? everyone's happy. Yeah. Montage. Bull patties. Right. Montage. Now, our star, our hero, his name is Lee McCluskey. And he was in uh, that movie that was always on HBO, One of the Guys, and she dresses like a boy to be on the newspaper. And Sure. Oh, turn up the sound. Turn up the sound. This little girl's eating. She's stealing some cookies. Put those cookies back, motherfucker! <laughs> and she doesn't. Wow, that's just... Jeez. Whoa, who farted? Congratulations. Oh, yes. By the way, speaking of farted, uh, now we'll begin the beginning of the end. Okay. Um, like a bus busload of fat people have arrived, and they're going to cause chaos and havoc, and then to get rid of them, they're going to give them, like, um, diarrhea tablets or whatever, laxatives. Here comes the fat like, people. They're getting off yeah. the bus. Fat people, yeah. Oh, it's the fabulous 400, it says on the bus. 
Right. Now imagine, like, you come home and it's like, I got the part! Great! I'm so proud of you, son. What are you playing? What are you... I'm the fat guy. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Like, are you happy to be in the movie? Like, I remember in Revenge of the Nerds, they were like, kiss this, nerd! Yeah. When she came home, I got it! I got the part! I'm the ugly person no one wants to kiss. Great! So happy for you. Well, I mean, if you're going to be fat guy number two, wouldn't you want to be fat guy number two in a movie called (laughs) Hamburger, the motion picture? Or do you want to be like fat guy number two in One Crazy Summer? I guess um, Hamburger for the title itself. Yeah. Because then you can say... Did you catch that joke? No. The fat guy of our movie looked at them and was like, they're so fat. Oh, 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 fat. Look, they're so fat, they're just eating people's foods. They're taking other people's foods. They're just causing chaos. They're the Trump administration of fat people. Right. Now, Dick Buckus isn't behind this. It's just happening on its own. Oh, so he he was going to sabotage it, and then fat people showed up and sabotaged it for him. And this guy's eating like a falafel? No, they're so fat, they have to put a burger on a burger to eat the burger. (laughs) That's pretty funny, right? (laughs) He's drinking five milkshakes at once. He's pushing beach bums out. He's just taking, like, rockers' food. Yeah, the thing is, is that what fat people do? They steal food? No. Yeah. There's so much in this movie, like you've already pointed out, that doesn't go with real life. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. Right. Like, I do, you know, uh, bad movie, if you're going to riff a bad movie, you want to do something that's not a comedy. But I love bad comedies because it has its own internal logic, its own weird logic. Like, this makes sense. There's the lady uh, construction workers, I guess. Meanwhile, at the same place. Now there's our saboteur. Now this guy who's showing up, you might have seen a Chuck cop. Norris film be? before. I don't think I've seen any Chuck Norris movie that I remember. Okay, then you might have seen him in Iron Eagle, except it was Iron Eagle 3. Wait a minute, you just say we don't serve you? To a cop. Now what... Dickus is doing is giving him all sorts of black insults. Now, you're talking to the manager, Peter Cheese, so merge. I don't have to take this kind of crap from a goddamn green pickle. Hey, rotate Kunta Kinte, your check's ready at the welfare office. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You see, now, that's, 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 only, that's only 31 years ago, Carl. We, we can't say. Only? <laughs> yeah. The war was only 100 and Yeah, and it's still as relevant as it is today. I Meanwhile, back in the fat people. But I mean, nobody today would say, I guess we don't have a parallel Kunta Kinte thing, but I mean, nobody would do that today. Even they might use the N-word, but they wouldn't. He's doing a sort of like white guy smartassery where he's kind of above it all and he's kind of putting someone in their yeah. place, you know, and, and doing it in like a knowingly way. Like, oh, this guy's black. Well, I'm going to just say all this black stuff. Ah, you know, it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk more about that, but meanwhile, here comes the setup for the poop stuff. So Um, they've got a laxative, and they're mixing it on all the shakes. Oh, they got a big bottle. Customer appreciation, free shakes, everybody. Industrial strength laxative, it says on the label. And if you look closely, Carl, it says, I quit, prop master, written underneath. 
Think about that, though. Right? Industrial strength means like it's used in a factory, it's used right. by a company. So there's an industry out there that really needs you to poop. Yeah, like you can buy the over-the-counter stuff, but it, that's you know that's amateur hour laxative. Yeah. Yeah, that's amateur laxative. You need some industrial strength laxative. Really clean the pipes, Carl. <laughs> you see how everything looks like a Holstein cow? Yeah. I've never understood that. Like, remind people what you're eating. Right. Like, the logo of a chicken place is a chicken, and he's all for it, you know? Excuse me. So now they're, oh, me. they think it's going to backfire because they're doing f they're doing farts and they're like aroma, but they don't mind. Yeah, they're drinking ketchup out of that. Bun shakers. We need to get to the bathroom. Oh no! Coming through. Now here's more logic that doesn't work in real life. Well, Either. The girls go into the men's room. They all go into the stall. They have a camera in the stall waiting. There's a guy in... Oh, oh no, he's a Japanese businessman with a camera. It is the 80s, and that was the stereotype. Now it blows up. Why did it blow up? Why did it blow up? Because of poop, I guess. They all pooped so hard, it caused explosive. Maybe there was a cow in there, and they farted. Now, so the thing is... They're still wearing pants. Had n- What's that? They're still wearing pants. <laughs> and there's no shit out of those pants. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Now, Dick Buckus didn't have anything to do with that. Say cheese. But at the end, it's supposed to be that he was the one who messed them up. Now, you know that he... Here, the, there's a oh, motorcycle wait. gang. Okay. You know he messed up with the cops. And he's going to make one other move that sabotages. But these other moves happen without any butt sabotage. But Look you're at saying that. at the I'm end of Hollywood. the movie. Yeah, but at the end of this movie, uh, he's going to get kicked out of the academy, as it were, for sabotage, right. even though it was obviously the fart. The, I don't get it. So they all went to one stall where a man was sitting and reading the paper. And they all f- shat their pants so hard and it exploded the it wall. Exploded, and they all ran right. out with shit-free, clean, with, unripped pants. Yeah, absolutely clean. Maybe they all collectively farted, and then they went. And now here comes a motorcycle gang. Right, they just banged into the place without any provocation or reason to do it. So this does remind me of Clerks 2, where all the wackiness happens at a fast food joint oh, during one day. Uh, Why would this happen in real life? They they haven't provoked them. They're not earlier in the film. Yeah, and also, like, when was the last time you drove your motorcycle inside a uh, fast food place and asked for an order? Let's tell you're the roughest, toughest criminal. You walk up to a place and rip the doors off. Well, they thought this was a drive-in, not a drive-thru. Uh-oh, batter up, he's going to smash the... Uh, I'm going to rip boy. up the set. Oh, so they're getting assaulted by a motorcycle. Are you eating dinner? Yeah, are you am eating, I eating? Are you eating no. during Hamburger, the motion picture? Are you eating during this movie? I just opened up a black cherry seltzer. Okay, is, is, all right. Is that what you heard? Or? Yeah, I heard the LaCroix. Right, 
Oh, throwing out the window. Slow motion. She's crazy about me. You know who's crazy is her to the music. Riots! Riots! Now he's consulting the manual. About riots. If there is a... <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, okay, here comes the so cops. here come the cops, but they're not here to save the day. They're here because they're... Oh, they're going to... Yeah, their friend got racially harassed, so they're going to yeah. kick Dick Buck... Racist Dick Buck is... The, the racist Dick Buck is... He knows he's playing a character, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know... The thing about being a football entertainer, like when you cross over from being sports, sports, sports Mm -hmm. to hosting a morning show, is that you have to be all things to all people. You have to be like squeaky clean. You have to be like a sponge, a sounding board, a reflection. And so you can't be in a movie where you say racist shit, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know. You're right. Like OJ had to run through the Hertz airport. Right. He had to be all about the orange juice. And, and then he has, he, you know, he, he just can't murder. Yeah. Right? It's not exactly, if he was a pop star, then. Well, I mean, I guess, a debutante. So now yeah. the cops are smashing cops. up. Think about it, though. Cops are like doing revenge things. It's yeah. not something a cop would do. Well, I mean, cops are very sensitive to uh, racism, and uh, obviously they would. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'd see the joke is I'm saying cops. Uh, all right. Well, never mind. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. We're done. No, we still have, we still have ten minutes. Oh it's man. Going to fifteen more minutes. Smoke them if you got them. Oh, you're right about that, man. I mean, all the jokes came. That, that I think are worth listening to yeah. uh, came, like, within the first, uh, within Act One. And, like, when I first started watching this to research it for today, I was like, oh, I made a good choice, you know? They were doing that, like, that, my Thing dad's going to kill me. Then. Yeah, they cut to the dad immediately. I'm going to kill you. By the time I'm here, I'm like, oh, my God. Now, this is a crazy L.A. film, too, because they must have shot this. They must have got the permits to close this down to get these people dressed. Oh, no. Yeah, this truck just will play chicken with them. Okay, here comes a truck of chickens. And they're sit there singing. Oh, the boys want to play a little chicken, eh? Again, no reason for him to do this. Well, it is. It's to make them smash into the franchise. Remember, they will flunk if things don't go smoothly today. But he sees a truck full of chickens, and he says, Oh, I'm going to play chicken, are you? And then he goes and plays chicken with the car that has chickens. And he timed it perfectly so they would smash right into the burger joint. That's the bad news. The good news, they ran over all the cops. Man, look at all those feathers. Those chickens just fucking threw up feathers. Yeah, right. There's more feathers on the ground than chickens. Think about it, though. Like, like if you smash into something and you have an accident, it's like all your clothes fly off of you. Right. All the feathers fly off and land on the floor in, like, a two-inch pile. Now, one of the chickens flew into the deep fryer, and that becomes a plot point that saves the day. So you know. 
I don't want to know. Yeah. I was now, happy not knowing. <laughs> now what's going to happen is another... You know, back in this day, people would start to give an inspirational speech, and then you would hear... Um, the Civil War song, you know. Oh, right. My eyes have seen the glory of the co- He just happens to have a gun, by the way. Like, I'm going to kill myself. He just happens to have a gun. That is pretty funny. Again, it, different time. The whole time. Yeah. Well, also, don't forget the uh, black character still has handcuffs on him. He's at the place. He's in the background of this big inspirational speech, and he has handcuffs. I know they're at the place. How can he even but do, friend? I see a brand spanking new Buster sidewalk cafe. The size of the side of the north. You might see dead chickens everywhere, the but I see a whole new line marching of Carl, I have seen the glory and the glory of the. Uh, you don't know with, this song. Uh, oh, of course I know this song. I learned this in. Uh, Oh, my eyes. Mine eyes. Isn't that mine. funny? Mine eyes. Okay, let me get to the There's bad grammar. Mine eyes. Me eyes. If you wrote mine eyes on an essay for school, it would have been corrected. Uh, well, I'm like that kid from Singing Detective. I'm from a poor British town that, that doesn't know how to do their, prob- uh, their pronouns correctly. So I'll be he like, goes, where's that music coming from? And the answer is it's coming from the speaker of this limo. Oh, no, he's here. Oh, no, Roy Kroc. Or is it Colonel Sanders? And Steve Martin. X. I don't mind. <laughs> That's so funny. You don't understand. I was going to paralyze you with this shot. I don't mind. No, but I was going to paralyze you and then I was going to take your brain. I don't mind. <laughs> you and the gob. We should watch that movie. Now, here is... Sister Sarah, who's had almost nothing to do with the film. Right. She is going to pluck out a deep-fried chicken, take a bite of it, and go, you know, by God, that's good. Okay, here she is. She's holding the whole... The feathers are still on the fry bird. Yeah, no feathers should be So the nun takes a bite into this bird. Piping hot. It's tasty, by God. What'd you say? I said it's... Tasty, by God. That's going to become the slogan. They destroyed a million-dollar franchise in about five hours. Yes, movie feels like it's five hours. (laughs) Good point. Yeah, five hours. I wish it was five hours. What a kiss butt, that butt kiss. Yeah, well, I feel like God had three, like, (laughs) You ever go to the porn place and they have like the sexy dice where I'll say like kiss butt <laughs> or kiss dick sure, on it? Time. Yeah, that's how they got his name. He just he rolled it two one and a half times. It says like dick or or uh, butt or uh, legs, and then they'll say like lick or kiss or caress eyes. By the way, he's saying you can be on the board of directors. And he's sticking a board. God, you, you have earned it. Welcome aboard. To the port. What a kiss butt that butt kiss. Richard. Richard butt kiss. He has an idea. Why don't we change the situation by electric shocking him? This world, this 
Oh, this, this explains why this fat guy had a, a, a finger electrocutor. So they at the last scene, they could sneak it around the group and put yeah. the finger electrocutor on the finger of Butt Kiss. Now, I want to say again that the writer's name is Donald Ross, and he wrote a world that does not exist, and he thought that was okay with him. He was sitting there at his typewriter. It's 1986. Uh, and he's right. going tap, tap, to tap. And we'll elect oh, Wait, they just him. put it on his balls. Yep. Oh. So it's a good time, please. Now, why doesn't the daughter get electrocuted when she's touching him? And why does the daughter... Re- I mean, like, as bad as the guy is, he is your dad. He should go out there and defend his honor. Uh, will you get the, the what the bu- <laughs> they knew this was going to happen and he gets kicked off the board before he even got on it doesn't make sense disgusting don't you think so sir I hereby demote you to PPP PPP sir are you done with PPP <laughs> oh you know me oh yeah I do you know uh, me from Boston I know you because I'm your sponsor <laughs> May yeah. I just say that thank you and you're doing a lousy job. <laughs> what, I brought beer, didn't I? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the greatest sponsor ever. Rounds on me. Six pack. Uh-oh, he's okay, picking he up garbage. Mm-hmm. To paper picker up her person. What about the, the cops? Aren't they going to beat him up? Uh, here's the finale. This is where they give the medal to Chewbacca. <laughs> It is, you're correct, it is the finale, it's the graduation, and there will be a Lifetime Achievement Award, which doesn't make sense! What lifetime? Is that <laughs> to give to our hero. Well, it's a very short lifetime if you're eating hamburgers all every day. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, and um, our uh, Magneto Jones gets to sing a song, which is, what he wants he, to do. Finally, he gets to sing, and he sings the hamburger song that we've been learning this whole movie. Did they at least take the handcuffs off of him? Oh, look, here comes the, the, the sexy revolutionary. Yeah, Fidel Castro is before. See, I don't even remember the sexy guy in the beginning of the movie. That's him, right? Or is it another sexy guy? Well, the, the hero... It, that's not the hero, is it? That's his friend who no. happens to get a lot of sex. That, that's, um, yeah, that's true, by the way. That's Buddy Hackett's son who got, Sonny Hackett. Sonny Hackett. Who got all the sex. Right, but it's so weird that, like, why can't the hero get the sex? Why is his sidekick getting all the sex? Oh, look, there's the weird plunger ladies. Yay, way to go, sis. And the nuns are behind her. It makes uh, no sense. No sense. Your own Hey! Oh, his family's fat. We were Congratulations, you've got the part. Look, I am not going to take the role as the fat so 400. I think that demeans me. Well, do you want to be the parents of the fat guy? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it sad? All right, so here he is. Let's see if he has his handcuffs. The handcuffs are still on. Look. Dick Buckus can't believe a black man is graduating. So he's going to sing. Oh, he's taking the handcuffs off. This is so hard <laughs> oh, to watch. Ceremonial. This wasn't but that long ago. Glove. 
Well, they're more like Madonna and Lace Gloves. Oh, is that a Madonna? to appreciate with me my beautiful singing sisters, the Extremes. Yeah. Not the Supremes. They're the uh, Burger Buddies. Make it a special. All right, here we go. This is how we end this movie. Space nuts. You need to see the outlaw Josie Wales again. All right, I will. Yeah, I I always get that mixed up with Pale Rider. I think I like Pale Rider better. Pale Rider is He goes to a town and... Yeah. Yeah, but it's not better, it's different. All right. Well, I think I'm a fan of Pale Rider, and I haven't seen that lot Josie Wells. Oh, okay. And I, now, I, don't, I, I don't... I don't... I don't know. Sorry. That's all right. Skip Josie Wells. No, no, no. I just... Clint Eastwood movies are hard to watch for me. Do you remember the... The, um... I'm not your husband, but I live with you, and I'm not as good as Clint Eastwood guy? Uh, his son, Scott Eastwood? Oh, uh... No, I don't know. He's like bald. He's one of Look the at this. Prospectors. They throw up their uh, their hats and then the, they freeze frame and the and the movie ends. I wrote the theme song song for the end credits of Burger the Motion Picture. It's ninety three minutes of Burgerness. Don't now listen, Mike. I want to say something. Okay. Yes, to please. You, to the audience. Yes, everybody. please. God. Okay. Every single week that I've been on with you, yes. you've picked a bad movie and uh-huh. we were going to rip on. But uh-huh. there's some redeeming quality. There's something great about it. There's something you can appreciate, especially because I have to like make myself watch it, make myself learn about it, learn all little facts and stuff. It's <laughs> just not... This was not a gem. The only thing that was good was you could talk about people who were in the past and their little things. But there wasn't much to talk about. Do you, you know, so when there's bad movies, what people are talking about are something called good bad movies, right? Good bad movies, yeah. 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 And then there's something like bad bad movies where they're just unbearable. But then there's films that are just like, the devil's in the details. It's so middling that it's like, it's, it, it wears you down. Mike, you know how in a movie you suspend disbelief. Yeah, sure. Right? I do it all the time. If you're watching a movie and you cannot suspend disbelief <laughs> because they're stealing other people's food. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. The, then, the fact there's fat people stealing food or that uh, Academy has an operating room where people have to put on scrubs just to get to a bit about a plastic pickle having babies. <laughs> that's when you, if you can't suspend disbelief in a movie, that's the... That's when you know the movie is really a bad. And special thanks to Campo's Famous Burritos. Why? Oh, is that the place they shot it, probably? Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Because uh, no burger place was in the right mind. Burger. By the way, in the, it says Buster Luya. Yeah. They were going glory, glory, Buster Luya. That's so bad. All right, whatever. Oh, Buster Nut Luya. Mike. I'm so happy to come to San Francisco, be with you in oh, person. Oh, yes, and let's see a do it. Uh, all right, so good way to go, Carl. So, uh, our important news is Carl's going to be in town in San Francisco Woo-hoo. this weekend, Tommy and we, back. to celebrate, 
Muni Radio is giving us, an, we're doing two live shows, uh, and we'll broadcast posts on them. We'll give you an opportunity. Uh, so next Sunday's show, the one on your feed, the one that happens 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, San Francisco time, Carl will be here live in the studio with me. Right. And I can't wait. And we're also going to do one on Saturday, September 16th, 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going right. to be in the studio here together. And yes. we're going to do a movie. And I will now, pick a, Yeah. I will be there at the... Okay, so I will be appearing at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Right. That is the specific time. It is, that's actually specifically that time. And... Uh, <laughs> we, I, you know, I, my, for me, the Atlantic Ocean, that's the specific ocean that I... That I, that I swim in. This is a good time to, again, wish you the best of luck if you are in the Florida area or have family and friends. That, yeah. Uh, we all, of course, want to make sure that people can uh, survive this. And, you know, being from San Francisco myself, uh, mm-hmm. good luck. You know. The good thing about Florida, Mike, is there's no drought. There's not a drought. Oh, yeah. There's no drought like in California. There's no drought now. Uh Anyway, so Carl, uh, so that is our big news. Uh, yeah. Next week, uh, our show, Carl will be here live in San Francisco yes. with me in the same room. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cause a lot of havoc. And we're going to do this also Saturday at 8 o'clock. So if you're listening to the station, and we'll have that broadcast available somehow, somewhere. So uh, also, Carl, do you have anything to promote before coming up here? That was Absolutely good. not. I well, have the big no news show is, to promote. Big news is you'll be here live in the studio next That's week. That's right. And uh, bad movie fans, I uh, the bad movie night, which I was part of for ten years at Dark Room, returns to San Francisco at the uh, JCC, the Jewish uh, San Francisco Jewish Community Center. We'll have a monthly bad movie night with the original hosts, uh, movie critic Sherilyn F- uh, Connolly and Jim Forniakis, uh, and I will be the guest uh, heckler uh, riffer for the first one. Uh, in November. Mm-hmm. So I'll have more details about that, but you can go over to sfjcc.org and find out more information about that. So uh, I'm very excited to be back heckling movies uh, for an audience. <laughs> uh, which I do here now. What the fuck's wrong with me? Uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah. All right. So uh, we should go before I keep talking. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, Thank, Mike. You, audience. thank you, audience. Bye. See ya. Friend, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn ons are satin sheets and waves, champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with more. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. 
From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee-slapping, side-splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. together in the dark. It's the right thing to do. And viewers like you Well, the circus is in town. It's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad elephant, see? Look on the train with the circus promise. It's intense.
concentration. Concentration. Vibration. You're listening to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party tonight. Folks, as you know, as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday, every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on MutinyRadio.fm. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips, and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great, because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let him confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRatio.fm from there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRatio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Every happy hour, Mike, Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Hey, this is Mutiny Radio.fm. You're listening to Flat Black Plastic Show. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 